Three can keep a secret if two of them are dead. Have You Seen Me seamlessly picks up where Gossip Girl leaves off, but with more sex, more lies, and more dead bodies, a la How to Get Away with Murder and You. When a coveted member of a group of entitled yet ambitious 20-somethings goes missing, their deadly secret is threatened to be exposed. But the real question is, who will be next? Read Have You Seen Me by creator Candy Washington on Amazon Kindle Vela or listen and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care if you are listening on the podcast. And welcome back to The Lux Life if you are joining us over on our YouTube channel. This is where we celebrate all things self-love, self-care, and manifestation. So be sure to like this video, rate this podcast episode, but also subscribe and follow wherever you watch and wherever you listen so you don't miss a beat. And don't forget to share this with a friend because your journey to a more empowered empowered and higher version of yourself is always better with a little bit of support and community. So with that, let's dive into today's episode, which is how to stop judging yourself and how to do it. So it's one thing to say, just love yourself, just accept who you are, la la la, that's all great. But here at Sugar Pills, here at The Lux Life, I like to give you practical tools. I like to also tell you how to do it. So I'm going to give you some exercises. I'm going to give you an exercise to do, and I'm also going to tell you what two words you need to switch in order to stop judging yourself now and to start glowing up from the inside out. So with that, here's a little intro and then we'll get into it. Don't go anywhere. Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care, where your host, writer, actor, and producer Candy Washington helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go. Hello, everyone. We are back. Hello, Vodka says hello. How are you, sweetheart? Thank you for joining us. All right, so let's get into it, right? What is self-judgment? What does it look like and how does it feel? So we need to always create the awareness, knowing what is it. And then once you know what it is, then you can know how to stop it and how to change it. So the first thing is, what is self-judgment? So it's exactly that, judgment of yourself. But how does that show up in your life? It could show up as thinking that everybody else is judging you, thinking that everybody else's opinion is more important than your own opinion, thinking that you're not good enough, thinking that you know, nothing ever works out for you, thinking that you don't have enough, thinking that you can't ever get what you want, thinking that you're too far behind in life, that somehow you should be in a different place than where you are. That's a lot of self-judgment. Do you look in the mirror and the first thing you think about is things that you want to tweak, things that you want to change? Do you look at your bank account? Do you look at where you live? All of those things are just judgments around yourself. And a big way that our self-judgments show up in our lives is called projection. So if you think that, say you meet someone and in your mind, they are embodying the things that you want, you might think, oh, that person probably thinks, oh, you know what? 
I should be married by now. What's wrong with me? Oh, I should be further along in my career right now. What's wrong with me? Oh, I should look like this, but I don't. What's wrong with me? Oh, I should, you know, um, have this type of house, have this type of car, have kids by now. I should, I should, I should, I should, I should. And they're all judging me and thinking that I'm less than because I don't have all of these things. But the truth is that person probably is not thinking about you. They're probably thinking about themselves, which is what we do 98% of the time. People are just thinking about themselves. They're thinking about what they have to do, what problem they have to solve, what's going on in their own lives. They're thinking about what other people are thinking about them. Usually those people are not even thinking about you. What you're doing is you are projecting what you think about yourself onto how you think people are going to think about you. So if you want to know how you're judging yourself, that's a good exercise to do. That's exercise one. Think about someone in your life, whether you know them or you don't, who embodies the things that you think that you are lacking, and how do you think that person would judge you? Write those down. Those are the judgments that you're making about yourself. And those are the things that you're ultimately going to need to work on. So that could look like, oh, you know, my friend is married and she has a great relationship. I bet she thinks, wow, how come this person isn't married by now? What's wrong with them? Or it could be, oh, this coworker at my job uh, makes so much money. I'm sure they look at me and say, wow, how come this person isn't further along in their career? How come they don't have more money? What's wrong with them? Or it could look like someone who has the body that you want and you think, oh, that that person probably thinks, wow, that person looks whatever in your mind, too big, too small, too tall, too short, whatever it is wow, that person isn't attractive, what's wrong with them? So whatever you're, whatever you think someone in the position that you want to be in would judge you, then those are actually your own self-judgments. That's what, it's, that's what it means to project. What you actually believe about you, you are projecting and saying this person is judging me and criticizing me on those things. That's actually what that means, right? So that is self-judgment. Thinking that somehow you are supposed to be further along, have this, that you don't have all of those things. It's basically all of the shoulds. And this is an exercise that you can do to stop judging yourself. The first thing I want you to do is like we just said, that exercise where you take someone who is in a position that you think you want to be in and think, how would this person judge me? And then once you have that list, because those are all your self-judgments, I want you to put them in should statements. Like, I should be further along in my career. I should be married. I should have children by now. I should have more money by now. I should be living here by now. I should look like this. I should be doing this. All of those judgments, all of those shoulds. And then I want you to take all of those should statements because all of those should statements is you judging yourself. I should look like this. I should have this. I should be like this. I should, 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 should. And all of those shoulds is eating away at your self-esteem. 
It's eating away at your self-worth. It's eating away at how you feel about yourself. And the more you feel that you should be anything other than exactly how you are and who you are, it doesn't mean that you're not eager for more. It doesn't mean that you don't have ambition. It doesn't mean you don't have goals and a vision. It just means the more that you are at a discomfort, the more that you hate yourself and you hate where you are, the more that you are unhappy with yourself in your life, it's just the more distance that you are putting between where you are and where you actually want to be. Because the quickest way to get to where you are to where you want to be is to be happy and grateful and appreciative for exactly where you are right now. And it's from that space that will attract everything else. And I'll put my hands up. This is something that I work on personally. You know, I'm a ambitious, quote unquote, ambitious person. And so I always have to check myself because I will get into that. And I did the exercise that I'm about to finish telling you what to do. I did that myself a couple days ago because I started to get into that headspace of like, I should have this. I should be doing this. Should, should, should. I should, should. Like, I was just like in a zone. And I was like, Candy, chill the F out. You're fine. Be happy where you are. Let go of the shoulds. So what I'm telling you is the work that I do myself. (laughs) So that's how I know it works because I do the work myself. So once you have your list of your shoulds, right, whatever they are, and these are just examples, like I should be married. I should have children. I should have a home. I should have this money. I should blah, 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 whatever your shoulds are, right? I want you then to, once you write them down, I then want you to cross them out, cross them out because there is power in taking a pen to a paper and crossing out a negative thought, crossing out a negative belief, crossing out something that does not serve you because it doesn't serve you to feel bad about yourself to judge yourself, to hate yourself, to not be happy with yourself, to not accept yourself because of some institutionalized, random, societal timeline that doesn't even actually exist. Because if you actually look at the world and if you actually look at life, life is not linear. Even people who think that they grow up, go to school, have 2.5 kids, get married, blah, 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 When you peel the veil back, it's really not like that, right? So it does not serve you to go around thinking that there's something wrong with you or thinking that you're less than or thinking that you're not worthy or thinking that somehow you are behind. It doesn't serve you going around thinking that about yourself because that energy just puts you more at a distance and more disconnected to the things that you actually do want to call in. Because there's nothing wrong with saying, this is where I am, but this is what I want. This is where I am, but this is what I'm calling in. This is where I am, but this is what I'm manifesting. This is where I am, but I'm eager for more. There's nothing wrong with that. The thing is, where are you in the waiting? Where are you in the now? Can you get to the point where you accept and love yourself and you're happy for exactly who you are and exactly where you are? And then be eager for more? Or are you going to stay stuck in judging yourself? (coughs) And not feeling good about yourself? And being at a low vibration? So once you cross out those shoulds, the next thing I want you to write 
in big letters are two words. So what? So what? If you want to start being unbothered, I, I'll link that uh, video below. I have to be reminded to do it. But I just did a video yesterday on the art of being unbothered. And I was talking about being unbothered by other people or things. But this time you have to be unbothered by your own self-limiting beliefs. So what? So what? And what I mean by that is, say you think, oh, I should be further along in my career by now, but I'm not. So what? Oh, I, I should be married by now. All my friends are married. I hit this magical age number. I can't believe I'm still single at this age. So what? Oh, I should have kids by now. You know, all my friends have kids. My parents want grandkids. You know, I've hit this magical age. So what? Oh, I should have this money. I should live here. I should look like this. So what? So what? So what that you are not in this mythical land of shoulds? None of that means that you are not, A, just exactly where you are divinely meant to be. Sometimes the divine plan is where you're supposed to be and your plan actually isn't. And what keeps you stuck from seeing that is your own mindset. So, so what about all of that stuff? Does it mean that you're not exactly where you're supposed to be? Well, you know what? You are where you are. So you might as well start to learn to accept it and to be happy in it. And then to move forward from that place to get the other stuff that you want. So what? You're not married by now. You're still alive. You're still here. You're still worthy. You're still lovable. You're still deserving. So what? You don't have kids by now. So what? So what? Somehow the fact that you don't have kids by now means you're a horrible person, means you'll never be happy, means you're not deserving of love, means that there's something wrong with you. No. So what? You don't have the amount of money you want right now. So what? Money flows in easily and effortlessly. There are people who overnight become millionaires and there are also people who overnight lose everything. I'm not speaking that to anybody, but I'm just saying this is true. So, so what if in this moment you don't have all of the alleged money you're supposed to have? So what? Doesn't mean that can't change. So what? So what? Take all of these shoulds, all of these judgments that you have about yourself, cross them out and write two big words, so what? So what? Who cares? Oh well, any of these two words. So what, who cares? Oh well. Who cares? Oh well. Start lightening up about your life. Start lightening up. Who cares if you don't have the ring yet? Who cares if you're not living in a mansion yet? Who cares if you don't have a yacht yet? Who cares if you don't have the kids yet? Who cares? So what? Oh, well, your life, who you are, is still meaningful. Whether you have the job or you don't have the job, who you are still matters. Your life is still important, whether you're single or whether you're married. Who you are, your life still has value, whether you're a parent, whether you're not a parent. 
So let go of all of these shoulds. Let go of trying to control the divine course and path that you have for your life. Because the truth is, if you don't have them in this moment, there is a reason for that. So when you let go of thinking that things have to unfold in a certain way at a certain time, you open up to all possibilities. You open up to the divine flow of your life. You open up to receiving miracles. You open up to quantum leaps from going to where you are now to surpassing where you thought you should be by now. There are so many people who have, you know, struggled their lives and they've gotten to places and they're like, you know, I should have, should have, should have. And then the moment they let that go and they choose to love themselves, they choose to trust themselves and to trust the divine timing of their lives. And then they astronomically, boom, Tyler Perry was homeless living in his car. And now he's one of the wealthiest men in the world. Do you think he would have went from living in his car to literally being a billionaire if he continued to think that something was wrong with him, that he didn't deserve what he knew he wanted in his life, that he should be further along, he should be more successful, he should be here in his career, he should be doing this, this, and that, and the third. What's his name? Um... Steve Harvey, similar situation. Steve Harvey was living in his car when he was in his 30s, I think. So you have a grown man in his 30s living in his car. And now look at Steve Harvey's career. Multiple movies, books, TV shows, millions of dollars, radio shows, all of this stuff. But when you look at it, you would should him to death. Oh, you're a grown man. You should be doing this. You should have that. You should, 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 should. So when you start to should on your life, when you start to feel bad about where you think you should be, find an example of someone in your situation who got out of it bigger and better. If you don't know anybody in your life, look to celebrities, look to athletes, musicians, whatever, you know, all of them, a lot of them have these great stories of where they were and where they came from. You know, Steve Jobs got fired from his own company. If he sat in that and said, well, I should be the CEO and I should be here and this shouldn't happen to someone like me. If he would have sat in that, we never would have gotten the true apple. We never would have gotten the genius of Steve Jobs, but he didn't sit in it. He said, you know what? This happened, but I still know the vision I have for my life. I still know the gift I have in me, and I'm going to continue to push forward, and I'm still going to believe in myself regardless of what society, what the culture, what the community, what the, your parents, what your friends have to say about it. Because society, the culture, community, your parents, your friends are actually not the authority on you and your life. You and the divine are the authority on you and your life. And the people that the divine truly bless and anoint usually do not have that traditional path. They usually don't. They usually have had 
things happen. They usually have had struggle and obstacles and being at this age in their life and not being here, being at doing, having all these perceived setbacks and not doing that or whatever, right? Look at Oprah. Everyone was telling her, you should get married. You should have kids. How do you not have blah, 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 blah. And she said, that's not for me. I know what I want in my life. If she would have taken that should path, she wouldn't have been Oprah. Everything that we judge about ourselves isn't necessarily meant for us. And that is why you have to live your life authentically, with intention, and on purpose. So you know that you are living the life that the divine has for you to live. Not society, not Instagram, not your grandmother, not your best friend, but you and the divine. What is the life that is meant for you to live? Not everybody is meant to go to college. Not everybody meant, is meant to own a home by 30. Not everybody is meant to have kids by 35. Good, you know, whoa, if you're a woman over 35. Not everybody is meant to be married by 28. Not everybody is meant to sit in a corporate job their entire lives. That is not meant for everybody. And those things are great and beautiful if in that particular time it is right for you. But if you are doing anything because you think you are supposed to or that's what you should be doing, then you are off course of the divine life that is meant for you. We all have our own unique individual lives. And when you get comfortable when you get in tuned with your intuition, what is right for you, what feels good to you, then you stop judging yourself for not looking, being, doing, and having this cookie cutter life that was actually never meant for you to live. Because nothing that is divinely meant for you will ever miss you, ever. It might be delayed because your mindset isn't right, it might be delayed because you're not loving yourself enough. It might be delayed because you're working with some low self-esteem. It might be delayed because you're working with some self-worth. And this isn't to blame you. This isn't to criticize you. This is just to say, no matter what, even if you at times don't feel good about yourself, you're still not going to miss out because you can still get there. You can still use your tools and work on your self-love, work on your self-esteem, work on your confidence. So you know, you know what, this feels right for me. And I don't care if everybody says at this point, everyone needs to go right. I know for me, I'm supposed to go left. And I'm going to trust myself and go left. Or I'm on this path and I don't see anybody else like me on this path. Instead of feeling like I'm left behind, instead of feeling like I'm not good enough, and instead of feeling like I'm the odd person out, I'm going to honor the path that I am on. Because when you look at the people who really do extraordinary things, they're not beholden to shoulds. They're not beholden to shoulds. They think about what do I want and what can be, not where should I be. But what do I want and what can be? What can be for me? Can I be single at this age? 
and be happy and joyful and know that I'm loved? Could I not have children at this age? And these are just random examples. These are just like, you know, examples that people put out there. Could I not have children at this age and still have a very fulfilled life? Could I not have, you know, a lot of money in the bank, but still know that I'm worthy and deserving? Could I not have this, you know, uh, idea of what a home should look like, you know, and still be on my path, you know, could I not have these things? So what? Who cares? None of those things. First of all, none of those things mean that you will never get those things. It just means in this particular moment, you don't have them and that's okay. Be appreciative of everything that you do have. When you start appreciating what you do have, you quickly call in what you want to have. But an ungrateful heart isn't gonna attract more to be grateful for. And just because you don't have those things doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you, doesn't mean that you're behind. It just means this is your unique life and this is where you happen to be on your unique journey and that is okay. So let's see what you guys are saying in the chat box and if you guys are listening on the podcast don't forget to join us over on the youtube channel so you can join into the live conversation hey everyone let's see what you guys are saying hey lala b she goes i've learned that when someone is lashing out at other people it's a reflection of how they feel about themselves exactly not my circus not my monkeys lol a hundred percent hey vodka i'm thinking about bethany frankel right now lol what what would she think? <laughs> Lala B says, you're so right, Candy. More of this positive needs to be out here, especially in the YouTube streets. Yes, you are welcome. You know how we do over here. We have sugar pills, which is all about self-care and self-love. We have the Lux Life. It's all about manifestation. And then we have the Candy Shop, which is all about pop culture and reality TV. But no matter what we cover on my channel, we do it through the lens of love and light. And we are high vibe. We are high vibe. We know that we deserve to live joyful and abundant lives. And that is what we focus on. Lala B says, who is Bethany Frankel? Bethany Frankel from the Real Housewives of New York. Hey, Vodka. Many of these YouTubers are toxic for sure. No positivity. Lala B says, yes, Vodka. That's right. And that's another thing. Be discerning about who you tie yourself to. Be discerning about whose content you consume. Be discerning about that because who you tie yourself to does have an effect on your energy. It does have an effect on how high you can go in your life. It does have an effect on you. So be discerning. Do these people pour into me? Do these people inspire me? You know, what do we talk about? Do we gossip or I'm not talking about our fun kikis. I'm talking about like toxic gossip, right? About actual like people and stuff. Do you gossip all day? Are you negative all day? Be mindful because people will poison you with their stuff and then discard you when you're dying from the poison. So be careful. Hey, Lala B, I practice on this every time I get down on myself. A gratitude list always helps me. Yes, Lala B, a gratitude list is so, so important. One thing that I do is I do um, a love and appreciation throughout the day. And I got this from one of my mentors. Her name is um, Zara Mahoon. She's fantastic and amazing. And she taught me to do a love and an appreciation all day long. 
So if I'm out for a walk, I just look to the sky and I say, I love and appreciate how beautiful the sky is. I appreciate the sun on my face, on my skin. I appreciate how green the grass is. I appreciate the air in my lungs. Like if you just go around showing appreciation for like the little things, the everyday things, you get onto this vibe, you get into this frequency of knowing that love and abundance is all around you and that you always have enough. So then when you get into this better emotional state, when you get into a place of just feeling good, that is when you attract more. But as long as you are judging yourself and getting down on yourself and thinking about how far you want to go, rather than being appreciative of how far you've come, then that's when you create that distance between the vision you have for yourself and the life that you're living for yourself. And that's something that I continuously work on. You know, I continuously work on being appreciative of my life in the moment and not living in the future of like, oh, when I get this, when this happens, oh, all of my goals that I have, blah, 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 all of that stuff, right? I work on it too. I'm human too. I'm on my journey right with you guys. You know, there are moments when I get in, I get my should list out. Well, Candy, you should be doing this. You should have this and da, 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 da. And I have to catch myself too. But it all goes back to self-awareness, being aware of yourself, being awakened to the experience of yourself. And if you want to know how you're feeling, look at your emotions, look at what's showing up in your life, look at how you feel. And that will give you the, the awareness. That's being emotionally intelligent. That's being emotionally aware. How do I actually feel in this moment? Are these thoughts making me feel good? Or are these thoughts making me feel like crap? Be aware. Don't just be on autopilot. And we're all humans and it happens all the time. And I'm on the journey with you. You know, there are days where I have to catch myself. And I'm just thankful that I have the tools that I am hopefully sharing with you guys too to get back on track to get my thoughts right, to get my self-esteem up, to know that I love myself, to know that everything is coming to me and to love and appreciate exactly where I am in this life right now as it is, feeling blessed in the moment and eager for more. Let's see what you guys are saying. Hey, Lala B, stop taking ourselves so seriously. <laughs> exactly, it's not that serious, guys. Hey, Vaka, right, it's not a big deal. It will come soon. Exactly. And it's that it's that knowingness. It's that peace. It's that um it's that peace that surpasses all understanding. When where you know in your heart and your gut, you just know that everything you want isn't just on its way to you, but it is already yours. If you know everything you want is already yours, and all you have to do is sit back and allow it to show up, how calm. How peaceful, how joyful, how at ease would you be? Hey, Lala B, what put uh, what we put out in the universe, we will get back, whether whether positive or negative. Exactly. Hey, Baka, yes, at Lala B, especially a lot of these YouTubers with a good amount of followers are very dark on the inside. Yeesh. <laughs> Lala says, yes, they are, Vaka. Yep. Jones Jones says, facts. Yep. Um, Lala B says, keep the truth coming, Candy. I will, I will. You know how we do over here. You know how we do it. Hey, Vodka. She goes, right, so many people married and miserable about to lose it. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I love that you brought that up because it's also that comparison syndrome, right? Where we think that we, 
have to compare ourselves to someone. Oh, that person has the perfect marriage. That person has the perfect life. That person has the perfect Instagram feed. That perfect that person has the perfect YouTube channel or whatever it is. But you never know what's happening behind the scenes. And again, I never want to speak ill. I never want to speak on anybody experiencing anything negative. I hope everything is great and amazing. But that's why we can't compare because you never know what someone A, is going through or B, how someone really is. We just never know. That's why we have to make sure that we stay focused on ourselves. How do we feel? Where are are we on our emotional scale? How are we showing up? And know that the only competition is ourselves. Are you doing better than you were doing yesterday? Not anybody else, right? Hey, Vodka, absolutely well said, Candy. I had to unfollow those YouTubers. Listen, protect your peace at all costs. I will just, let me just leave it at that. Protect your peace at all costs. Hey, Vodka, I used to have strange nightmares, but now I think positive manifestation. I don't tend to dream bad dreams anymore. I love that. I love that because the thing is your subconscious mind is really what is ruling your life. And your dreams and your nightmares are just there to show you what you're actually thinking about, what actually is going on. And even at night, Vaka, if you want to do some um, some nighttime, I think, they're, I think they're called like nighttime affirmations even. I forgot exactly what they're called. But it's like you can have, it's like eight hours and it'll be like subliminal, subliminals. You can do even nighttime subliminals. Where it's, you know, if you want health, if you want abundance, if you just want to feel good, you know, you can pop those in your ear or just put it on really low and like have a good night. But definitely do that wind down. I love to hear that. I absolutely love to hear it. Okay, you guys, this was so much fun. Thank you so much for joining me on this live. As always, be sure to like this video and subscribe to my channel and share this with a friend because self-love, self-care, and manifestation is always easier and better with some support. If, and if you need more support or more personal guidance, check out everything that's linked below. I have the Create Your Dream Life course. We have our Luxite VIP group, and I also have a free newsletter. And if you sign up, you get a freebie automatically. So that's pretty cool and fun. And check out the Have You Seen Me series. It's out now. It's pretty cool. It's updated weekly. It's a fun ride. But check out everything in the description box and in the show notes because we have a lot of fun stuff going on there. If you ever need one-on-one coaching, I don't do it a lot, but if you do need it, you can email assistant at candywashington.com and we can talk and see if we can set something up. So with that, everybody be well, take care of yourself and each other, and I love you. Bye. Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care. Where your host, writer, actor, and producer Candy Washington helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go.